It's old school. Woohoo! See, that was it. That was all I could let out. Yeah. Excitement. Crazy excitement. Proud Michael Shore there and Red Ehrlich and Mark Thompson. It's a dream come true. Yep. It's, it's your it's, dream was sort of a Right. It's like when you were watching Right, right. You're watching uh the Johnny Carson. You got tickets to go see the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and David Steinberg is the host. <laughs> well, that's what it was like. Brett uh, laughing politely, having no idea what David nobody, Steinberg. Nobody, nobody, I know David Steinberg. Steinberg. He, was, he went to Harvard West like Did he? Yeah. Right. Actually. Uh, but anyway, you know, you're uh, stuck with us. I and before we start, yeah, let's talk about the University of Virginia. I don't know Bless that him. all of you are sports fans, and I don't care. But I will say this: the University of Virginia, that was pretty epic. And I, I listen, epic. Let me just tuck you right here. No, you're just like a yeah to everybody. And for those who are not sports fans, they won the national championship. They did. They did. For the first time ever. And it was, uh, they did it in very heart-wrenching fashion. Every game. Every single game. Certainly the last three. And, you know, the the beginning was not as close. But the last three were unbelievable. And one of the reasons it was particularly noteworthy was because last year when they played, what happened? They lost in the first round. In the first round. They they were were the number one seed. And they lost to the number 16 seed. If you are bored and don't follow... Uh, this thing, uh, you're watching old school, be happy for me. It was just fantastic to be a UVA grad, seeing that happen. They never win anything. It was great. My mother's name is Virginia. Oh, really? My grandmother's name is Virginia. Wow. Um, they and, must have been ecstatic. And I didn't watch any single game of college basketball this year, except right. maybe one, one random one. But I did not follow it in any way, and it was surprising to me because I have done that right. m- many years, just follow it religiously, and I've kind of moved away. But as someone who didn't watch that much, to see that Virginia was, I think, in the Sweet 16 when I watched it, when I watched their first yeah. game. And then to say, oh, my God, this is the team that got knocked out in the first round of one seed. And for those who don't know, that was the first time in the history of the tournament since they went to 64 right. teams that a number one seed, it's like the best, the, one of the four best teams. In the country. In the country, lost to the 16th seed, which is one of the four, well, eight worst teams to get offered a chance to play in the tournament. Yeah, that's exactly right. And now they're they, the first team— yeah. To ever lose to a number 16 as a number one, to then go on and win the national championship. And will it ever be that? You guys didn't, that didn't register with you. Of course they are. I get it. I get it. Michael, everyone knew what you were making a joke. We didn't laugh, and that's why you should just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, sometimes when we don't laugh, it's because you're not funny. (sighs) Wow. Brett wasn't even supposed to be here. (laughs) John texted me at 7.30 this morning going, can you do old school? I forgot about a thing. That's usually the way the invites get down. Right. That's true. Uh, anyway, so Virginia won, and it was great. And I went to a uh, I went to a bar with full of Virginia alumni the other night here in the Greater Southland. Uh, are there a lot of them? There apparently there are. I didn't know any of them, but there were there are a lot of them, and they're all younger than I am. But but uh, they all you know everyone was going crazy. There's a the good old song of Virginia, and everybody after the game started singing at the bar. It was yeah. echoing off. That it was great. I think I know that song. Do you? Let me go sing that. Thomas Jefferson designed our school, and he owned slaves. That's it, right? But what does slaves rhyme with? Slaves for you, <laughs> Well, you knew it. Were you there? Yeah, yeah. I don't mean to take the shine off of your victory, uh, Virginia, but Brett brings up kind of a good point by not bringing it up, and that is when you were there, did you notice sort of outside of the community of collegians that you were cross-pollinating with there on the campus, where obviously it's an elevated environment intellectually and culturally. Did you notice that kind of a redneckville on the outside or not so much? Well, I mean, no more. No, I didn't. I mean, it's the South. Virginia. Virginia. The South. I mean, you know, they're part, Virginia is the South. It's not the deep Alabama South, but right. it is the South, and it's, uh, but it's two hours outside of D.C. It's, a, it's, a, it's the South. There are farmers and there are mechanics. 
Uh, and uh, but by the same token, uh, you know, it's a it's a great place to go to school. And uh, you know, I've been there. Yeah, gorgeous. I, I, yeah, gorgeous. Oh, it's stunning. It's I'm beautiful. sure stunningly beautiful. And yeah. Monticello is there. That was uh, Thomas Jefferson was as that's the, where as he the did famous, hold his as lives. the good old songs mm-hmm. yeah. goes. He right. was he, yeah. That, that's where, where that's where Sally Hemings lived. That's where Sally Hemings and and the little Jefferson boy lived. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Uh, uh, but yeah, it was just uh, it was great. Uh, but I no, there was never I never. It was just different than New York City. Were you guys? Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Were you competitors in in basketball ever until this point? Like well, yeah, I can't I mean, remember. Yes, we had Ralph Sampson uh, at a time. We made the Final Four twice. Oh. Olden Polonies uh, made it in 1984. Sampson the year before that. But we never we never won a Final Four game, and we never won anything like this. UCLA, the team I grew up watching, tried yeah. real hard to hire your coach. Yeah, everybody wants to hire no our chance. coach. Everybody wants to hire our coach. Our, our coach is great. Hopefully he'll, he'll become stay. what hopefully he'll stay. He'll stay. Yeah, because it's you know, we want him to be kind of like the institution. You know, sure. the, yeah. So anyway, it was fun. And we're done talking about sports, I think. Uh, no, but did great. you uh Mark probably gambled on the other team? I did. I bet the other team. I had um but I had it in uh, what's called a tease. Did you not know that Brett's mother's name is Virginia and his grandmother? Thank had you. Had I known that, I would have bet even more on the other team. Yeah. But I, uh, They're I, both I, super nice ladies. I just, I, uh, I, I can't win in sports. I, I'm awful, and I just can't win. But that's a new thing. <laughs> but I think I really <laughs> finally learned my lesson. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Who do you have in the Masters this week? Yeah, right, exactly. Well, here's what, here, let me just explain it, because I'm not, I wasn't going to wager on it. But I thought, well, you're going to watch it. I mean, don't you want a rooting interest? Don't you want to have action? Uh, what about my friend Michael went to UVA? That's what. That's literally what I went yeah. with, besides the family thing. Yeah. I mean, sentiment has no part of this, Michael. You know that better than anyone. I, guess. I have to just go with my gut. Right, well, your gut also should have no part of it, because well, I it's felt been like a it would disaster. Be, the game was supposed to be close. Five and a half was all I needed them to come within five and a half. You guys could have still won by five. Well, you didn't. You had to get all those extra points on fouls and stuff at the end to screw me. Right. They were all thinking about it and talking about it. The talk of Charlottesville the very next day. Mark Thompson. Anyway, it's fine. I'm it's sorry. just that I was playing for, a, I was gambling for a charity that now won't get the money. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. What's the charity called? Gamblers Anonymous. <laughs> They need the money. They need the money. They really need the money. Ah! I was gambling for a sick little boy at Cedar Sinai. He said, if you can make this one bet come through, I would I love to see. I he, can pull through. To Mark the end pointed of the year. to the fence. Yeah. The called that. shot. And you know those St. Jude commercials where it's like they yeah. get kids to be like, I got a new leg thanks to you guys for the donations. Right. It would be amazing if they were like, if only Philadelphia could have gotten that last goal on the power play. <laughs> I would have two legs. The medicine I need is more than my daddy can afford. Right. <laughs> my daddy has bet the Eagles this weekend. My network I-24, the only ad that they show is the kids with cleft Oh, that's yeah. so heartbreaking. But no, it's heartbreaking. You can fix it. The first Joaquin Phoenix, 97 man. times you see it. It remains heartbreaking on the 98th time. Right. But it's all day, every day. I it's like it. we yeah. give you bad news, and then we give you a cleft. Yeah. Uh, but words. here's the good news about the cleft thing. Because I've actually gone to these uh, cleft events. They're not called cleft events. <laughs> Why right. not? That's, but, that would be uh, e- Well, if you called it that, I'd know right. what it was. Yeah. Did they use some kind of code? They're doctors do you know? without borders, doctors making a difference, you know, a fresh face. They have a lot the of different names. Montgomery Cleft Foundation. <laughs> it's not, nice. it's not no, it's one not. of the names. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, be on the cleft side of history. But you can make a difference with your contribution. You right. can't, like a kid can be, you know, you can rescue that. You can, yeah. and I, I yeah. love that it exists as a charity and the results are extraordinary and what they've done to change people's lives. I'm just saying, Joaquin it's one Phoenix. of those ads. Right, Yeah. right. Like Had Sally it. Struthers, remember that? Now I've, I've done Montgomery Clift, David Steinberg, and yeah. Sally Struthers. If you could make some more great. old yeah, I know. If you're so interested in Today, the President Carter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. right, Gerald Ford today. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if, but I know Sally Struthers from the commercials where it's like, if you're interested in the educational programs that Sally Struthers spoke about, call this number. <laughs> you remember those? I, guess I just remember her here. walking with ill children. Well, no, Shen, that I think is a real good charity. It's uh, Save the Children, is that it? Or, sure. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a actually, great charity. If you watched it all day long, though, yeah. you would say, you know, that they're spending too much of their charitable money on I-24. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing is like I give to St. Jude, that's why I say it. I give to St. Jude every year, but then I'm like, I don't give you enough to send me as much mail as right, you do. Right, right. Know? I don't support exactly. Right. Hey, March of Dimes, don't send me a dime. Right. Like that's 10 extra cents. I get I mean, thanks, by the way. Yeah, but, thanks. Yeah, I'm going to use it to give to St. Jude. Right. <laughs> just write that check. All right. So we've talked about Virginia. So and, let me tell you something that happened, and I want to okay. get your opinion. I tweeted, uh, I put up on Twitter something that I saw on Twitter, which was the result of Jeopardy the other night, okay? Jeopardy had Spoiler. an yeah, incredible exactly. thing happen, right? This guy comes on. Let me unmute you first. Spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> guy comes on, and, and here, this actually ties in what we're talking about. Uh, he's a professional sports gambler in Las Vegas. That's what he does. A professional sports gambler. So here I am. I can't win in sports. I'm wiped out. I don't have a dime because I've lost it all betting sports. And this guy supports a family. He's got kids and a wife, and he only wins betting Maybe sports. Maybe that's what you should do. You should turn pro. Yeah. <laughs> you should. You should you're declare. Yeah. You're but, just. I, I mean, mean, this is know, ridiculous. Stop being an amateur. What are the odds that you're going to turn pro in this? <laughs> <laughs> Can I bet against it? Uh, but here's someone who does this thing uh, that, not out of the shadows, but very much, you know, advertised. He comes on, they introduce him as a professional sports gambler. And what does he do? And so you figure, well, I mean, it, there are not a lot of sports questions. You know, how's he going to do? He runs the table, man. It's unbelievable. So I see this on Twitter, and it gets me interested, and I retweet it right before the start of Jeopardy on the West Coast. And I was excited, though. Now I'm watching Jeopardy, and I'm excited because even though I know he's going to run the table, it's insane to watch him run the table. I mean, it's the coolest thing. There are a lot. There, there are a lot of people that DVR Jeopardy. And wow. I do. Yeah, I yeah. do too. I have seven episodes. I had to put a limit on it. I have. I have, to let I have hundreds on my thing. And I did hear from people going, "Thanks, dude." You know, right before the West Coast feed starts, you you retweet that, and I'm thinking. Okay, well, honestly, my first thing is I feel felt bad. You know, I felt guilty. Right. But you're then I thought, person. well, what are you doing on Twitter, on social media, where you're going to, things like that are going to show nah, up? I'm sorry, I, miss, I messed up one episode of Jeopardy for well, you. But it was if you're huge... mad, it can only last a day. The weirdest thing is that Mark bet against the guy, and he already <laughs> So here's the thing. You might wonder, why, how does, there's, there's only one possible explanation for all these facts, right? Guy... Puts his family, he like supports his family on sports betting, and he ran the table on Jeopardy. He's from the future. Yeah. Oh, he wow, is yeah. Biff Tannen from oh, B right. BTTF2. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he has an almanac He's and the a, only he one found who knows. a yeah. DVR. I absolutely love that. He I blows the that. dust off a DVR, plugs it in, and he's like, that. what yeah. date's it from? All right, true. let's get to 88 miles an hour. I love. I love that. But I, I'm with the the people. I I love you. You even though you went against Virginia. But I'm with the people who say you shouldn't do that. I mean, because going on Twitter, you don't <laughs> expect to. You know, I don't know. I I, I see your argument too. I just rule. Yeah, you don't really. You see my argument and you understand it and you know I'm right. But you're just. I'm being not. No, that's not true. Yeah. No, I, I resent see, you for it, but yeah. Yeah. just like he does. See your argument. And I rule against it. I see your argument. I double down and I bet 50 more dollars. Right. Well, I felt bad, uh, but I have to say, for me, it enhanced the viewing experience, but clearly there are others it doesn't. I'm with you like that on the Olympics. Like me worrying about if yeah. my country's worth a damn, I freak out. So if I don't like when the Olympics is in America because it's happening contemporaneously, I like when the Olympics is in Europe. Or Asia, yeah. because I'm like, all right, did we win? Just tell me if we won or not, and I'll watch the replay. I'll tune in for that right. and what see how we won, because that's that's, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know about that though. I, I think it depends on the event. It's not like you're telling people the answers to Jeopardy, right? right. Or I mean, the questions. Somebody well, in this case, the guy won a tremendous amount. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> the questions to Jeopardy. What? It's not like I'm telling you the question. It's in the man. form of a question. Yeah. What are the questions? Is right. Wait, is he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, give them. Mm -hmm.
Oh, oh, no, no, it was Monticello. Remember Monticello? Okay, let's go back to Michael Shore. Please select. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come full circle. Full circle. What is it. Monticello? <laughs> 706. <laughs> this is where Sally Hemings and the other Jefferson boy live. The Jefferson boy. <laughs> um, it's a raceway. Do you guys want to hear some facts about the Boeing planes? I know some people, I, I don't know, are we still talking about the thing we're Yeah, no, about? let's. No, no, let's no, no, that was an obvious segue. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Go ahead. Still can't come up with this segue. <laughs> well, that's not going to fly. Anyhow. <laughs> Speaking of things will fly. Uh, so I know some people who just did training on Boeing planes, and the things that they found out about like the seven thirty-seven, not even the eight hundreds, that make them so stupid. Here's a fact about the Boeing plane: we were uh, is you know how like they have slides that open. Yeah. On an Airbus plane, if you go uh, and you're inside, and you forget to disarm the door, which means turn the slide off. And someone opens that slide from the outside, like the person at the gate being like, welcome. If they do that and you haven't disarmed it, the Airbus thing's like, whoa, 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 we just won't blow the slide. Right. The Boeing plane is stupid. And if they don't disarm the thing and someone goes to open it, and this happens all the time, it blows the slide. <laughs> really? It blows the slide. <laughs> you this guy knows what I'm talking about. Here's another thing about the Boeing planes. So, you know, on the, there's the slides on the front and the back. Airbus planes have slides on the wings so that if you are, uh, you have to make an emergency landing and you need to get out of the plane quickly. You walk across the wing. You get on the wing and then you ride a slide down on the Airbus. Oh. The Boeing planes do not have slides. Well, so you I have to have slides that just, what do you mean? You just told no, us not slides slide. the wings. On the right? wings. Oh, on, on the, the front exit they do, on the back exit right. they do. On the wings, they don't have exits. They don't have slides on those exits. So you need to go out the, the wing exits and then jump down wow. <laughs> onto the ground. And, you, and if they do it right, that's eight feet. Wow, that's a big distance. A, Holy yeah. The way that they ensure that it's eight feet is the pilot, who might be incapacitated at this point, has to remember to put the flaps down. So that the flaps, they go like this, and then when they put the flaps down, it curves this way. So when you walk out on the plane, you slide down the flaps to get down, which at that point is eight feet. If it's not eight feet, it's, it's, like, wow. two, it's, it's like, like 11, 11 feet. feet yeah. And there's that. And here's the final fact. Wait a minute. Uh, the answer is you got to I'd exit off of the front or the back, not do the wing thing. Well, the option. Yeah. that's a good option unless you land in water. Oh. Here's a fact about Boeing planes. <laughs> 737 is butt heavy. Mm -hmm. So... When they pull it into the airport, sometimes they have to put essentially a stick on its butt to prop the plane up so that it doesn't tilt back and just kind of tilt. Right. When it lands in water, you can't evacuate through the rear doors. So the moral of the story is fly first class. <laughs> because the rear Because is the rear submerged. sinks. Yeah. That's the design they landed wow. on, is the rear part. And so these flight attendants I was talking to are just like, yeah, if you're, if you're flight attendant in the back, you're just going to die. Wait a minute, but are, 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 doesn't the, I remember from the uh, Miracle on the Hudson, what was his name? Um, Sully. Sully, thank you. I forget what it was short for. That the Sully Sullenberger. Sullenberger, Sully Sullenberger. And then the. Uh, uh, it's obviously Sullenberger. <sighs> And right. then the um, it down. and wasn't there an in, wasn't there an inflatable thing around the the, the uh, aircraft that kept it, you know? Airbus. Oh, that was an Airbus. But it was that didn't keep it up. The Airbus did sink in the back, but that was because of the force of the impact. Oh. If you land the lightest way possible on the Hudson in a, a seven thirty seven, your butt's in the water. Wow. And it sinks. There's a guy on my hockey team who is a, a 737 pilot for one of the major airlines. Um, and he said, he flies 737s, all of them. He's, he's flown the MAX. I've flown on the MAX, but I've never 
piloted one. Really? Uh, yeah. Right. Um, but My apparently I could. <laughs> uh, and and the uh, the uh, and he was saying that he thinks it's the safest plane in the sky, the 730. But of course he's biased because he flies it. That's the one he flies all the time. Well, he, doesn't, he flies a ma the Max. Not the Max. He's flown the Max, but he right. of course nobody flies it now. But he 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 liked the plane. He said it's a simple. You know, he said it would be a simple thing. This was early on. Um, and I don't know if now that there have been more revelations about it that he's less less quieted about it. But he did he did say that it's just the it's the easiest fix, and he loves a seven thirty seven. It's just mm. he just thinks it's a great safe plane. Which are with our, they have a great track record. Yeah. The seven thirty seven, the one that Southwest flies, has only had one fatality, and that was the the window through yeah. the window. It had nothing to do with uh, with. Um, the, the, the airworthy, yeah. But what they did with these, I the avionics was better than it was airworthy. way better. Yeah, 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 Yours was yeah. a word. Is the difference? My, yeah, well, but they, you said with the airworthy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a, yeah. a, a, a boat is, is seaworthy. <laughs> well, I think skyworthy. Skyworthy. Sky <laughs> <laughs> the boat is skyworthy. Let's go sailing. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> no, just well, and I, I didn't mean to get into an actual substantive conversation either, but either. Um, <laughs> because everybody knows that the problem was that they didn't, you know, they they totally screwed over the uh, right the well, they Boeing to save money didn't redesign the aircraft. They took an old aircraft and they made the um, the larger engines. Uh, these more fuel-efficient but larger engines, they had to move them to accommodate the old skeleton, right? So you know the whole story. And when they move that, they move the landing gear, they move all the stuff, and now the plane is not as airworthy, and they have well, all sorts of issues. So, it, it does sound better. Yeah. It, yeah. it does. It sounds good the way he said it. Anyway. I believe you. I'm with you on that. <laughs> and that was, as you're also aware, regulatory capture in that it was completely, in essence, the FAA is owned by Boeing in this country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is so. our plane company. And it's a great plane company. I mean, they, they, all they do is fly yep. people, or half a million people in the air all day long. Yeah, but apparently, uh, you know, there was a, they were covering up some stuff here, and there were some fixes that they were charging for. I mean, essentially right. That's the true. No, no, they're, they're And the people who, were, who died in that Ethiopian flight, not to be too heavy about it, we will move on, but those were extraordinary souls. I mean, who've, who've given their life to fly to these places in Africa where you know no one wants to go and 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 help people who no one wants to help. So I consider that a, a real you know, it's a it's tragedy on tragedy. You know, so. But go ahead and defend Old him, Michael Shore. I was going to say something terrible. I was going to be saying that I'd be fine with the crash if there were worse souls on board. Yeah, that's true. And that I didn't say that because it shouldn't terrible. matter, but it, somehow it does matter that these people were so amazing. You know, mm. all these volunteers, and you know, anyway. Um, all and right, that's what, it for tonight. Yeah, what else do you guys want to talk oh, about? Wow, um, <laughs> great. Well, hey, that black hole thing was You're amazing. Like a Noah. walking. Did ad you see that? I sure did. What? Did you see the black the hole? Black thing? Hole the black hole was cool. Yeah. Oh my god, it was cool. Overrated. <laughs> Here's my thing about the black hole. The photo of the black hole was a thousand times worse than the artist renderings that they used to pump up that they had. <laughs> That's a photo true. Of the You're black right. Hole. right about that. I was like, I, was like I saw a Twitter moment like black hole photo, and it was like this amazing 3D tilt a world right. shooting neutrinos. I'm like, That's awesome. Click on it. Wait till Wednesday. Right. <laughs> Wednesday. It looks like someone took a photo of an eclipse with their phone. Right. In yeah. Like no, night, no, or, in 2001. Yeah, so this didn't come out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Once you know what went into it, then you're right. It takes on a split. <laughs> but you're you're absolutely right about that. The artist conceptions, the animations are totally. Yeah. But what was, how about all the bad black hole movies? Were those, they've all been bad. Did you see Interstellar? I did. Mm -mm. I hosted the like premiere of Interstellar and I interviewed the whole cast. I interviewed Hans Zimmer. Wow. He's the best person to mm -hmm. talk to. He was just like, I started with, Christopher called me, and we just had this discussion. I don't know if he had an accent, but he's like, we had this discussion. Of course it was an accent. And I played him these two notes. Great. These two notes that were, uh, 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 you feel that? Uh, uh, and we started from there, it was soulful, but it was also intense. 
<sighs> you don't know if he had an accent. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember if he has an accent, but I remember he was like touching me. His name comes with an accent. Hans <laughs> like, Zimmer. Right. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know if, but, yeah, but like right. Hans Zimmer. He was born in Topeka, but his name's Hans Zimmer. So he speaks like this. Hans in Die Hard had like an English accent, so. Right. But which it, it's an accent. I didn't say it was like a German accent. accent, it was an accent. He was like. Mr. Is there a Hans without an accent? No. Can you, you, say, can you just say this for me? Mr. McLean. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to pump you up. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Interstellar, did you like that movie? I don't remember. I don't think I saw it. I think I saw it. <laughs> yeah. I got so wrapped up in your Hans Zimmer story. But no, you started the Interstellar conversation. No, because that's the the black hole movie, right? Oh, so here's the thing about black hole movies, right? I'm Mark Thompson. Here's the thing about black hole movies. Uh, Did you see Interstellar? Well, yeah, I did. Hans Zimmer, I did the premiere. I did this and that with the accent. Did you see it? No. I didn't say here's the thing about black hole movies. I said, now listen, there was a movie called The Black Hole, I think. Yeah. Which you probably didn't see. I saw that, and it was awful. Really? There was also a movie called Event Horizon. Yes. Right there on the end of the... uh, And that also, I thought, was pretty weak. It was pretty weak. It was weird, but it was like a good idea. That's the thing about black holes. That's what's so fascinating. They're all good ideas of black hole movies. Yes. They're not all... Yeah. I've never seen any of them. You've never seen Interstellar? No. Neither has he. I saw 12 Years a Slave. I saw um, (laughs) Marathon Man. Really? Yeah. Those are two good movies. Yeah, marathon good Man, movies. you know this—the Marathon Man story. I do. what's the Marathon Man? Story? The Marathon Man story of uh, of uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman and yeah. Sir Lawrence Olivier, where Dustin Hoffman, in order to mimic what it must have been like to be a marathon runner, he put uh, pebbles, oh, pebbles in his pebbles shoes, in his, yeah, right. and he ran. And he's like, "Oh, it's so painful, Sir Lawrence Olivier. You're such a great actor, but I, I just want you to know my method of learning how it must be." And Lawrence Olivier looks at him and goes. Have you tried acting? It's <laughs> 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 one of the best That's movie good. stories. He's like, I, I act. It's, I pretend. Did you see Marathon Man? No. No. <laughs> Didn't see it. Never. I <laughs> believe that. That's uh, a great movie. Interstellar is one of those movies that's like a bunch of great ideas, but just I didn't doesn't really happen. Uh, but the idea, it, but like the whole point of a black hole is like it is one of those things that you just can't really conceptualize. In your own mind. Like, but for that very reason, you can, that's why so many movies and so many things have been written about it, right? And, and so many movies have been done about it. Because you're right, you can't know. And so you can just, it's like heaven or, you know, like one of those conceptions of the afterlife. Yeah. I like to think that when you go in a black hole, you get spit out someplace else. That'd be the, that's also been done. Yeah. Wasn't that it? That was in one. That, that was Inception, sort of. Yeah. They kind of used it to do stuff. That was, yeah. But I'm with it. Well, that's I, all, and, and in Star Trek and all the other rest of those, it's always a well. Uh, to get over to uh, regular four, all we got to do is turn right at the black hole, shoot through, and then we'll be right, and yeah. they'll be in 1965, and uh, it'll be right. I mean, so they always like use it as this thing, this time warp deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. now, I want to so, be the consultant on those movies where they're like, "So how does it work?" And I just make stuff up. And like, <laughs> Regulon four, because you have to do Regulon four. Where were, if you could go into black hole, wind up anywhere. Where, what, what, what year and what place? Mm. Mm. I like these questions. I like them quite a bit, Michael. Well, there's nothing better than watching people think. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you already have an answer, Michael Short? I don't. I was uh, curious because I got bored with the movie conversation. I hadn't seen any yeah. of them. So I I'm thought maybe it would be taking it into a further place. And as it turns out, you're just taking it to a place where people are thinking. So, well, I, but I thought you would have an answer more quickly. Mm. I want to go to Jeopardy the day before that guy and get all the answers. <laughs> well, I want to go the day before that when Thompson tweets about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh my God, this is a really great question, and I want to do it a good amount of justice. Craig, where, where, where would your answer be? Mars. Mars? When though? What year? 1850 Mars. Mars. 18, so he goes to 1850 Mars, where there is n- no infrastructure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you know? Yeah, it's, you don't know. I do know. Infrastructure right. city. I will say with great confidence there is no infrastructure. It was before in 18- the Hilton opened. <laughs> <laughs> what if? I'm um, dreaming this. What? Uh, it's, you just live out that scene from Total Recall. Where you're like, <laughs> 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 
I got dizzy. <laughs> to get you as the Mars. So we got no answers from you guys. Uh, I want to say the top of Mount Everest, but that's not the answer to that question. No, it isn't. Well, I did say where, so you can say, like, what year? Uh, so the top of Mount Everest? Top of Mount Everest, really? No, it's a terrible idea. It's, it's like saying Mars, like only morons. Yeah. Um, I want to go to the year 2500. Mm. Oh, you want to go forward? I want to go forward to a time when we can quickly and easily travel to other planets. Wow. That's interesting. Even if there's a risk, I love that the idea is like, this started with going to a black hole, so obviously we can do that. But that aside. No, there are no real rules. Uh, but yeah, I want to go to some place where we can go to other, other um, planets. All right. Because that would be cool. And I would just want to go to see other worlds. That's, that's the big thing. Is I want to see versions of Earth that we have identified as places we could move to. Uh-huh. But they're just like Pandora, where it's yeah. like, oh my God, that's weird. Oh, YouTube is ending? Oh, we have to oh, say YouTube goodbye to our ending. YouTube viewers. Right, we have to go back into a time when before YouTube. We love yeah. YouTube. We love you viewers on YouTube. I do. I can't speak for these other two losers. Go I do. Jake Paul do something embarrassing. <laughs> Get right. the hell out of here. Yeah. Charlie bit my finger. But we continue uh, on the podcast. Uh, and we continue. Yeah, we do. We continue on the podcast. We continue on linear. Yeah, right? linear. Which is, uh, which right. is exciting. So thanks. You can uh, become a member, I think, and watch more of this if you're on YouTube. That's and, what and, I yeah. do, and I've made the point. I actually pay for a membership. Really? I, yeah, they offer me a free one. I said, no, no, I'll pay. Right. Well, well, they offered me. you a free one, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder why he doesn't win. At yeah. <laughs> Not the smartest people. <laughs> Just one of many poor businesses. Right. So they offered me this free one, and I said, no, I'm going to pay for it. <laughs> well, the truth is I was already a member, and I thought, oh, I don't want to cancel the membership now. They give me a free one, so that's really what. Oh, that's uh, nice. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, you could watch the rest of it then. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to give my membership login now, and you yeah, guys I was can watch. Say. And what's uh, what's membership? Uh, Weirdly, the, his password is your social security number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, Thompson, yes, how where can you I going? help you? What's your? Where are you going? We have uh, Brett's gone to uh, twenty five hundred, just jumping between planets. Well, I, I would, you know, I don't want to pick apart another man's dream, so I'll leave it alone. Uh, I think I stay on Earth. You just kind of did. I think well, I you know, like, wanna... you like when Owen Wilson in that the Paris movie, Midnight in Paris. Yeah. Did you see that one? That was great. Like, that was great, right? He went back to Paris in the twenties. Right, Paris, that was super. Hanging cool. with Gertrude Stein and Ernest Hemingway yeah. and all. That was really cool. What's yeah. your that? Yeah, uh, trying to help you here. No, I know. Thank you. I uh, I would go back to a U.S. air flight in the Hudson River. I <laughs> I I don't know. I I I kind of like a lot of the conveniences that have come with technology. Right. So I'm kind of like, you know, I feel like life's gotten better right. that way. I went back. So I'm just going through now. Just, to, uh, you know, how they tell you like on game shows to think out loud, tell them what you're, you know, right. how you, that's what they want. Right. If you're ever on a game show, they want you to think out loud. Like, let you know, that. so I'm I'm kind of doing a game show thing. So I don't I go, think well, they want it to take this long. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love to go like on like a, well, you, you'll understand why I'm speaking haltingly. I'd love to go to Africa when all of those animals were there in such That's big numbers. Answer, yeah. And it was just like a different place before they'd all been hunted down. Now they're, you know, literally just hundreds left of many of these. But man, imagine, and when there's foliage everywhere, before there's all the development, and they're, I mean, I guess it would be dangerous also, but it would be so exciting. And the other horrible thing is you'd have to watch these guys who were killing all these animals left and right, because that's yeah. what they did. I mean, there weren't photographic safaris. Safaris there, they were going to kill things. Um, so I don't know how you get your way around that, but to me, that would be exciting. It was a part of the planet that was still so rich with life, you know? Yeah. The actual answer that I'm changing to because of your brilliance <laughs> is the plains of America when giant sloths were around. Oh. oh. Do you know what a giant sloth is? Have you ever seen, you know, are you familiar? <laughs> Yeah. Michael, you want to buzz in on I that? I lived with a couple of There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You've met Josh. <laughs> I was married to one for seven and a half years. Hey, hey. I'm still writing her checks. Hey, hey all hey, of that. Hey. So all those jokes. Right. right. A giant sloth. 
picture a sloth. Close your eyes. Yeah. Picture a sloth. What What size? A uh, regular one. Okay. Like a human, like like a human a era sloth. sloth. Yeah. They're you now picture it the size of like a giant oak tree. Wow, that's a big sloth. They were giant. They were like twenty feet tall. No. And they were the, they're called ground sloths, and those were just around. Wow. Like that's like you watch Planet Earth yeah. now and you're like, oh my god, that bird flies weird. <laughs> oh, that fish has a lamp. Who cares? Right, right. That's a boring fish. It's a lamp. It's a lamp. Oh, I have a lamp in my house. I don't have a giant sloth. When were the giant sloths around? I want to say 150,000 years ago. Wow. Maybe wow. less. I think it's less. It's probably like 25,000. Like the last ice age or something. Like it was puzzlingly recent, like woolly mammoths. No one, everyone talks about the dinosaurs. No one talks about the extinct megafauna. No, they don't. Mammalian megafauna, no. all, these people, all these idiots. Mm. Jurassic right. Park. Yeah. But that's it. What about you, Michael? Oh, I was asking the question. I don't know. Oh. I would go back to some, some, I would go back to New York City, probably turn of the century. Mm. It would smell a lot. Smell awful, yeah. It, it yeah. would smell awful. But it would, I, I, having grown up there, I just sort of think it would be kind of a cool thing to see. But I'd probably, if I, if I did something, I'd do something more adventurous. I wouldn't go to the giant sloths, okay. Uh, okay. which is fine. I'd be more apt to go where Mark was going or like, uh, you know, to... One of those old Europe, uh, you know, maybe, um, you know, maybe when they were uh, colonial America would be kind of cool too. Just oh, wow. to see the beginning yeah. of America would be, I think. Uh, you can do that. It's called Colonial Williamsburg. Williamsburg. Yeah, I've been. There. Did You've I tell you I went to Virginia? It's Virginia, always... Virginia. It's all Virginia, isn't it? Well, we used to go to Colonial Williamsburg. I grew up in Washington D.C. We go to Colonial Williamsburg every year, at least once, with sometimes school? twice. With school or with the family? No, with the family. So yeah. we have old movies. Back then, they shot movies. Yeah. And we're all in the same places in every movie in every year. You just see the people getting bigger, and we're there in the stockade. We're there <laughs> with really the guy funny. dipping candles. It would be <laughs> funny if the candle dipper was the same year guy like 14 years later. But I have to say, as a kid, it was super cool. Every year, we loved it. I mean, it yeah. was like I went, When I went, yeah. I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Why? Because it was fun. It was interesting. I, mean, it really I went is, as a kid, and here's why. Well, I guess I'm from L.A., and it's just like, it's there's raining. There's so much history. But. <laughs> but yeah. I, 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 I'm fine with history. Yeah. I know a girl who stopped out of college to go work at Colonial Williamsburg. Really? And I just remember thinking, like, it's always gross. Like, because... It's. It, 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 I went there when it was like the middle of a rainstorm, and you just realize life's like there were no like you go inside wherever, and it's just like gross. Yeah, we, it, would, it never Bush rained Gardens. when I visited. Maybe that was the difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had pretty good weather. Did you go to Bush Gardens too? I went to Bush Gardens. Uh, but no, I went to Bush Gardens only once. Historic Jamestown. No, I went, there. Historic I went to Historic Jamestown. <laughs> yeah, I did that's, I'm also thinking that, where it's like, oh my God. It, that's a little bit of a letdown, because that's just a boat, pretty much. But yeah. once you've been to Colonial Williamsburg, which is a real thing, where you, you go to this movie, and they've got everybody there, from Patrick Henry <laughs> right. to oh, Thomas Jefferson, yeah. you know, and they're all in this movie, and you're really into it. Then you go out there, and they're real people, and they've got the little buckle shoes on, right. and the hat. <laughs> and I mean, it was, when you're fantastic. a kid, that's cool. It's you know? awesome. Yeah. 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 Except for Brett. But Jamestown, <laughs> Jamestown, I think, is not quite the same vibe. We have uh, here, you end up going to like the Gene Autry Museum, which is like a cowboy yeah. Yeah. Where is that museum. like out in it's over Springs? No, Gene Autry Museum is over by uh, Griffith Park. Springs, Victorville. Griffith Park. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's in Griffith Park. Thank you. It's in Griffith frickin' Park. Well, if Edwin says it is. Um, but that's it. We didn't have like the historic, like what were our field trips? You go to this, the science, the Museum of Science and Industry and you go to the- Here, when in LA? Yeah, yeah, the one down, you go to the Expo Park and you just go, right. that's your museum. Yeah, yeah. I was in, um, speaking of Gene Autry, I just was three days ago at a hotel in Palm Springs that, and everything in Palm Springs is Gene Autry because I guess he owned a bunch of stuff there. And the wild thing about- this hotel was literally everyone you dealt with from bellmen to bartenders had stories of Gene Autry or other classic figures from show business like Lucille Ball or Frank Sinatra or uh, uh, Steve McQueen. I remember on the way out, 
I'm thinking, wow, this is wild. And they, and they told all kinds of stories about their houses and like how they had a thing that you slide open. It looks like a bathroom, but when you slide the thing, it's actually a whole media center and a whole other part of the house and all that kind of thing. But on the way out, I'm thinking, you know, these stories can't be topped. The bellman just starts right. He's got our bags and he says, he says, yeah. Uh, he said, you, you folks uh, visiting for the first time? I said, well, yeah, we come, we come once in a while. I go, yeah. He said, you know, I grew up here. My dad uh, built pools for Steve McQueen and Gene Autry. I'm thinking, wow, this is wild. Then he just keeps on going. And I mean, and it's, it's like Hollywood. It's like one of those Hollywood tour buses, but in the in the desert. Right. But Gene Autry was at the center of every story because I really? guess he owned everything. And Bob Hope. Yeah. Um, but uh, not to brag. Wait, but what? No, 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 no. I was just thinking. Yeah, no, no, never mind. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, uh, Bob yeah. Hope, my college or my high Not school. That's a brag that you've flown out of Burbank Airport. <laughs> Not to brag, but yeah, no. But uh, my high school, Chaminade, uh, our high school, it was the Bob Hope Center was the name of because his kids went to our school. Um, but no, in terms of like old, um, old like things, my grandparent, my grandfather, and my uncle were the Malibu locksmiths. Oh, oh wow, so that's so they cool. They were like, yeah, they they changed like, you know, Howard Hughes's locks. Oh, that's and, great. That's really and, good. And I love that kind of Sinatra's thing. Sinatra's locks. And the story about Sinatra is like he went to my uncle went to Sinatra's house, he's like older, and uh Sinatra is there. He's in the house. He hasn't woken up yet. It's only 1:30 <laughs> p.m. So uh, well, he was up in the wee small hours of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. No one in the place. Thank you. Um, anyway, so <laughs> so he shows up. He opens the door. Or my my uncle's there, and uh, finally at like two o'clock, Sinatra music starts playing, and it's because Frank has put his own music on in the house. <laughs> wow! And then he comes down, and he goes. Um, he walks down, and he goes. Uh, Hey, uh, kid, you here to change the locks? And my uncle goes, yeah. And he goes, they're over there on the door. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And the other line from that is he's like, you got to work every day. And then Sinatra, he's like, yeah. And Sinatra goes, you got to find a way to make money while you sleep. That's what I just did. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's just like. And then cut to the next day, Mia Farrow's like. <laughs> Let me in! <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, oh, the Southwest plane killed my, yeah, the Southwest plane killed the woman because the engine tore itself apart. Sorry, that was an update from someone watching right now. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. You know it's also the only fatality there. to happen in a U.S. aircraft in, I don't know, since the... Maybe in the 2000s. Since those yeah. videos we remember. Right. Anyway, sorry not uh, to bring it back, but correction. Correction. No, no important. Important correction. Uh, did you, uh, speaking of travel, did you uh, read all about this tipping in the hotel rooms? Yes. Oh, what yeah. is the story on that? Well, that there's this whole thing that the, the maids and housekeepers and, uh, uh, you know, uh, minibar people uh, who rely on tips right. say that there are... They're not a, not everybody tips. And oh, I people, totally believe that. Yeah, and they say sometimes they said the difference that getting a tip of you know just three dollars makes right. is it's amazing to them because it's backbreaking work and they think about you know the guy who goes and pulls your car around right. and somebody you're handing him a few bucks. She's been changing your, your yeah. bed, yep. your towels, laundering, you know, gross things that they and you're gross. And, uh, yeah, and and vacuuming and doing all that. And they're speaking up. And Marriott, for a while, left an envelope there and said, don't forget. Who, and then yeah. people complained about it. Oh, people, you're kidding. No, people uh, complained about uh, it. This is a, happens to be a thing that we feel very strongly about. I've always left a tip for the chambermaids. Oh, I call <coughs> chambermaid, whatever, the house, whatever the, right. the, the person's called. But I, I've doubled back and gone back up the elevator uh, and left. It's $5 a day minimum for me. Correct. If That's I'm having a too. good run in Vegas... Then Which, I really hook them up. Yeah. Like I'll leave a twenty for for every. You know, if I'm really, it's got to yeah. be really. No, well. I now travel so much that I look for the housekeeper to give her. I've done the same the thing. thing because you don't yeah. really like. Let's say it's you've been there four nights and you're leaving twenty bucks, right? The person who you know cleaned your room for the first two nights might not be the person who cleans it the day you check out. Mm -hmm. So she's getting twenty, right? And yeah. the first person to. So no, I. No, no, but you I've leave, now, I I've now moved into day by day. I don't leave it daily day because day. They, so I've left it daily. 
And oh dear Lord, <laughs> uh, I've left it daily, and they uh, and they've left it there for me. They haven't taken it. They no, don't no. Know if you leave real. it on the bed in cash, they'll take it. Five dollars. We have, we have a problem. The way we tip is different. We're both, I think, solid, generous tippers. Yeah. But we have. Uh, uh, where, where else is this? I'll tell you the other place it. that we're because we discussed this when you did the podcast. And here's the problem. You feel that let's say you want to give somebody a five dollar tip, but you don't have five dollars. You have ten dollars. Yeah. Or twenty dollars. I'll say I'll give the guy. Oh yes. Twenty, and I'll say I say you have fifteen dollars. I give the guy the twenty. Um, and he's made $5 in the exchange, and he's perfectly happy to do it, he or she. Right. Um, Michael says, no, 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 I'd rather give him nothing because I don't like that exchange. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that obvious. It shouldn't be that clunky. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, are you kidding me? He wants the money. Don't worry about how you believe me. It's not clunky. I do it all the time. Yeah. He does want the money. You're right. And I think you may have even convinced me of Oh, it. good. I mean, good. during that podcast. Good. I remember your podcast. Yes. Michael yeah. used to make regular appearances on the podcast, but then I didn't tip. And now right. he doesn't come by. No, Michael would so. come on every week, but the podcast is adjusting to your new schedule. I no, think. no, we've we've uh, we still go, but I send you a few texts, and then when you don't get back to me, I figured, okay, we well, can't do it. I, I hope mean, I hope Judith didn't hear that. <laughs> uh, I I, uh, I did uh, I I did say to you that I was going to try and come, and then I went to DC, right? I'm well, what be... happened was you were came back for the weekend, and I held the podcast roll. This is oh, not to air our dirty this laundry. Is, this is I love but then I and I texted him. I said, well, "Okay, man, so today." Glad he was nice to my son when he showed up here. And then. so today, and then I hear nothing, and I like waited. He said, "You know, I can't, I can't, you can't do Saturday. I can do Sunday." I said, "Okay, which Sunday?" No, I couldn't have done Sunday. Anyway, Sunday. the point was, whatever day didn't get back to me, and now uh, we've moved on. We've got other people. I mean, you know, I miss Michael. He's a lifelong friend, but um. Let's face it, he's not irreplaceable. Wow. Um, all right. I'm here all week next week. Are you really? I'm going to El Paso in the morning, and I'll be back on Saturday. I love it. Oh, maybe we'll get you back on then. Got some great shows coming up. You want? I'd like to have you on the front end. Of it. I mean, it's all you're talking about. It like it's a dead thing now. It's one <laughs> podcast that I'm, I would. I yeah, did you missed. What are you talking? You missed three. I, I, didn't, I missed three. You were away, probably. I didn't miss three that you invited me to. I. I've certainly... You missed one, you're right. Now, don't push it, though. You, there was one. I feel as though this is getting contentious in a way that I hadn't anticipated. <laughs> so. And he doesn't tip. <laughs> it's so good. I ran out, I got bagels. He likes bagels. Then he comes in, he goes, oh, I'm, not, I'm not eating bagels anymore. I'm trying to drop some weight. All right, sorry. Just got them for you. I had the people go out and get uh, special provisions. The people. The people. It's like the March of Dimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> the people. You could pay me and not get the bagels. Oh that would be fun. Mm. Brett, what's next? Come on. <laughs> Move it in. I talked about tipping and it got ugly. <laughs> but I, li I like that people should tip. And the other thing is, and here's another one for you. When you're waiting for a taxi and the guy's getting a taxi cab for you, if there's ever a door, you need to give that guy a buck. You, you do know. have to give him a buck. That's a that's a tough buck sometimes because if you don't have the dollar, you feel like an idiot because he's watching you get into the cab. If you don't have a single, you're not giving him a twenty and ask. I'm not giving that guy a twenty and asking him for of eighteen. Of course not, right. Michael. Oh well, that's just. Going. I only carry a hundred dollar gold coins. Right. So I'm you like, give that guy a five and say you got a couple. You got ninety nine. You have ninety nine gold coins. You, you do, would you give that guy a five weeks. and ask for for three bucks from yeah, the guy who opened the door? The I'm cab? not going to give him five Here, bucks for opening the door. No. Here's here. Here's the problem. No one tells you, except that's, you guys. Uh, that's, right. that's why we're but doing no this now. But no one tells you with the with the 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 the, the cleanup service. So I was years. I agree. Year until right. until the Marriott envelope thing. Yeah, I was like, what is this? Mm. I didn't. I wasn't with anyone, so I was like, hmm, interesting. And then right. I asked later, and it's like you should tip. If there's and it's anyone like, oh my you God. tip in a hotel, it should be the house. Absolutely. absolutely, but right. here's the thing. But so Brett's weird. right. Brother Brett yeah. is right. There's no, you don't know this necessarily. No one tells you. It's like that in taxes. Like people, there's just like things that some people know and other people don't know how to do. Um, and that's very frustrating. But I get frustrated with things like the taxi line guy for this reason. Like the taxi line guy where? At the airport at or at the, the hotel? At the in Mirage. Vegas? Okay, yeah, yeah. At the right. Mirage. Right. First of all, do we need this? We don't because you can just get all he does. And then he asks you where you're going. 
I can tell that to the cab driver. That, and it's that's a, the it's thing. a holdover like from a time, but he's there and he give him a buck. It's and not you a big do, deal. but I feel and it's. I and, don't care. I still give him a dollar. I think it's annoying that he asks you where you're going. I just say I'm going locally. Where am I, I going? I don't think it's annoying. He's asking. He's trying to do his job. But I'm I'm a patron. I can get into the cab and say the airport. Right. You can hail your own cab and do everything. You but can't the guy's hail there. your own cab because the guy's there. Right. Try hailing your own cab. <laughs> you can't. It's that's these unions. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it's it's. I don't dislike the guy. I don't not give him a dollar if I have it. Like I don't usually. Give a, I, I don't, don't have any cash. Right. I don't usually have any cash unless in Vegas, which is like right. this happens. And but the thing is, like now I'm resenting a guy who's just doing his job because of a problem that's created by a leftover like relic of the rat pack. Right. No, you're right. It's a system that hasn't changed in every way. But here's how <laughs> here's a more annoying thing. If you go to a lot of these big hotels, they welcome you when you're getting out of the cab and they go, you know, hi, welcome to the, you know, blank hotel, Michael Shore Hotel. You get out and then they go, do you need some help with your bags? Okay, so that's a guy you're going to have to, right? To, right, and then that's a tip you, you can avoid if you have the roller bag. That's right, the roller, yeah. and then so you you get in, but you feel a little weird about avoiding it because he is coming out to greet you. But whatever, you're right. I, that's right. one I will not tip on. And then you go to the check-in, yeah. right, and then you're not going right up to your room. So you have to give the bag to what the, the and then you're you're tipping. Tipping. Okay, do you give the taker of the yes, bag? Yes, I no, give to you the don't taker. Give the taker. You give the bringer afterwards. You gave. No, you're right. I used to be only the guy who brought it, but I realize it's a different guy. But you're probably right. They pool their tips. This yeah. is what I do. I don't know. I, I err on out, the side of giving everybody money. I get right. out of the plane, and I reach into my bag of money, and I just start throwing <laughs> until I get to my room. You, you, take it, take it. Take it. Oh, this is too much. Here's millions. Just take millions. I don't want to feel socially awkward or in debt. That's it, though. I slide off the wing of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How much do you tip the person who holds the door open so you can slide down the wing of the plane? Bring them. Right. Bring them. Depends on an Airbus. You can tip the flight attendant. A couple of euro. <laughs> you want to tip the flight attendants before you sit down. Yes. I do not tip flight attendants. No, I don't either. No. Although at American Airlines, you don't have when to. You, <laughs> you get a little thing. I when you fly, when you're a frequent flyer, I think you get a little. You get these coupons that you can hand to the flight attendant, and that sort of that's their like bonus. Then they could enter. It oh, is that right? Good service coupon. Oh, that's cool. And I always thought it was garbage, and then I put it in my bag to try it one day, and I gave it to this flight attendant. She said, "Oh my God, thank you so much." Yeah, I have no that's idea good. why. Wow. Or you can just call the number and be like, "That was nice." Because frequently people call and complain, and then it's like a whole thing. Oh. Where it's like someone complained about this person, and then that person has to like go through a review because someone obviously was just a grumpy flyer. Right. Yeah, but, but when you call an airline, you're going to get an you know automatic prompt. By the time you get yeah. to somebody who's actually right. talking to you about it, you're, you're angry too, and you don't feel like complimenting right. the airline. <laughs> That's the problem. There's usually a website. There's oh, there's usually a website. Dot com, like a dot com or something. No. Right. Um, but you can bring them a little bag of chocolate. Do they enjoy chocolate? Well, I chocolate? know people who, who bring flight attendants chocolate on a flight. Like oh, they gifts. give that to them ahead of time. I know people that is like a Starbucks. That's card? a thing. That's an airline hack. I've never seen that. Yeah, because the, you'll get better service. Go, well, it oh, used hey. to. It used to be like in the old days when it wasn't like the upgrade wasn't computerized. It was just how oh, nice yeah. you are to the people Fine. at the gate or on the plane. And they say, "Oh, you know, why don't you come up here and sit?" It's still a but thing. But now it's what's that? Still a thing. Is it still a thing? Yeah, you're just not a nice person. It seems. I, I'm already upgraded. Oh no! no. Uh, but, but is it still a thing? You for do real? travel a lot. Is it? Is it? Uh, not necessarily. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know them well enough right. to know that. But just like uh, I've been on planes, <laughs> I've been on planes, and they're like, "Why don't you come up here?" Yeah. Wow! How about that? You, but you, it's not like first class. It's like, oh, if you're nice and there's a jerk next to you, they'll be like, "Actually, uh, we've got that seat for you," right? And they take you away. I told you about just, uh, I was on a flight to uh, New York, and just uh, recently the guy comes on the flight. I'm in business class, and I go, not important. End of story, by the way. That's all he wanted to say. Wow. Yeah, really, that is all I'm going to Maybe not. Maybe I was in coach. I don't remember. But I remember the guy walked past me. That's why I was there. The guy walks past me, and then he goes, hey, are you Mike Rowe? Uh, oh, the guy wow. from Dirtiest Jobs? And I said, <laughs> I said, no, 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 I, I, I'm not. Uh, he said, 
Really? You said you kind of you look like him and you sound like him. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm not, but thank you. You know, Mike Rowe's great, but I'm not. I'm but not. I'm Mike not Rowe. him. So he yeah. he can then swear. Five minutes later, like as people continue to file on, guy goes, "Hey, Mike Rowe, I'm such a big fan." <laughs> I said, "No, it's so weird. Somebody else said that I look like Mike Rowe, but I, I'm not Mike Rowe. Right. I mean, uh, so." Are you sure? Because you sound like Mike Rowe. <laughs> so I like when they say, are you sure? And, yeah. and, 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 and I, I, sure. I said, right. really, I know I sound and look like, like the hat and stuff. And everything. <laughs> I said, but I'm not Mike Rowe. But, you know, but thank you very much. So now we're taxiing out, you know, and the plane is moving and everybody's got their seatbelt. And the same guy comes running up the aisle and he goes, hey, Mike, don't worry. I'm not going to tell anybody it's you. <laughs> God, next time Sometimes you see Mark you Thompson anywhere, just be yeah. like, Mike Rowe! <laughs> then you sold him a Ford. That's great. <laughs> yeah, really. <coughs> What's that? Is that was that was it? That's a very lucrative job that Mike Rowe got oh. doing dirty jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also because it turned him into a spokesperson, which is like he was of the work. Do you know that he was very he was in very much contention to replace Craig Kilborn on The Daily Show? Oh, wow. Really? Before John Stewart. Wow. They were going to use him. Or maybe the original one with Craig Kilborn. Kilborn just left, right? I mean. Yeah. He, oh, you think he did? It, was a, it was a dispute over money? Uh, no, he said he could F his bosses. And Lizzie Winstead was like, really? You think you can? <laughs> and Madeline Smithberg was like, I like my job. It seems fun. Uh, this is what I vaguely remember right. from those stories. And, uh, and then it was just like. We can do better. But the thing with Kilborn is he's... By the way, they were right. But they, Kilborn disappeared. Kilborn disappeared. No, well, he went to the, the late... You're talking about the late, the late, late show, Kilborn? Yeah, he went to... Didn't he went he to the late, 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 late show late from show. Daily Show. Oh, he did? Yeah, he went to the late, late show. The show well, where'd he go? Out. Like, where's Craig Kilborn now? So he's, the thing well, about he Craig... Disappeared after that, he disappeared. Yeah. Go ahead. He thought... The thing with Craig Kilborn, from what I heard from people who worked with him, was just like he would show up, do the lines how you wanted them, and that was it. And right. he thought he was awesome, and people were like, he's kind of the jerk or whatever. Right. Or those were rumors, not even, like, tangentially heard. But then he kind of was just, but he was good, and that show was good. I mean, in the yeah. talk soup era, they always had, like, the five questions. Right. That was it, and it was fun. Yeah. And at that time, that's when they had, like, the pre-Stewart, they did have the correspondence back then. Um, but then it just was like too much. And I think Liz Winstead was like, we got to move on. Let's do this. And then Ferguson or Kil Kilborn left. And then Madeline had worked with Stewart on the MTV show that mm. he did. And they were like, well, we got a spot. We could bring him in. He's fun to work with. They had a show mm. on MTV until they got canceled and people liked it and it was fun. And the rest is history. Yeah. Wow. But That's they, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't Kilburn like him on to, MTV. I didn't like John Stewart. Then, of course, he he's a little like leather jacket. Yeah, the, yeah, at, yeah. At the time, you know, like, but he, I don't know what that means. But yeah, I agree. you know, but that he wasn't like the like thought. He wasn't right, doing right, that. Right. He also hosted a short attention span theater. I liked him on yeah. that. I never really watched the MTV show, um, but they had an opportunity to do the Arsenio slot, and they oh. turned it down to stay on MTV, and then that whole thing went down like right. a year later. What's Anyways, the whole thing? What do you mean? The, 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 uh, the show got canceled later. Oh, they, yeah. But they could have moved to the uh, 11 right. p.m. Fox slot That's when really Arsenio Fox, moved yeah. off. Well, um, think about how things would have been so different if that, you know. Like, yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't until much later. I mean, does Fox even have that? They had the Spike Jones show? Spike, Spike something show? Not Spike no, Jones. they had. Uh, Spike, it was a longtime Simpsons well, writer. It was just air a Byron Allen show. Like, just, whenever. You know, whenever Byron Allen is. One of the, it's one of the moguls of Hollywood. Right? I know that. Yeah, I was just saying. But he, he just shows up on shows all the time. Yeah. 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 I wish I knew. Um, but yeah. Who's your that's favorite? wild. I didn't know all that. So the, uh, that's interesting. I was talking, so he, when he says the effing his boss, you're, you don't mean. Uh, it was in a, the, the Liz and Madeline. It was in some like story I read. About he said that. literally, I literally. He was like, "Yeah, it. it's great. I could do, you know, and it, maybe a Rolling Stone piece or something like that. I forget what exactly, but it kind of got back to the bosses, and they were like, i 'I'm done with this guy. Wow, we can do better.' But the so the cock because the cockiness worked for him as funny, but you're saying it was real. 
Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, this is from reading yeah. a story. It worked for him on ESPN, too. He's on yeah. SportsCenter. It worked yeah. for him on SportsCenter. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in old school, and he played that exact same thing. And yeah. I heard something like he thought he was like Bill Murray, you know, in um, that kind of like, I'm kind of cocky, but I'm really funny. And they were just like, didn't didn't really work out. Yeah. But anyway, I watched uh, Animal House with my uh, with my son. How'd that time. go? Uh, it was it was actually great. I hadn't seen it in forever. Did he like it? He liked it. He thought it was really funny. It wasn't as dated as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a little bit dated, but it was really, it was good. And man, uh, John Belushi. I mean, I'm not saying anything. Nobody. Knows. He was, he was unbelievable. I mean, he was just unbelievable. His, his physical comedy was just amazing. It was yeah. really, really good. But it, it, it holds up. I hope they don't remake it because it was really of a time. You know, it was really like. It, you know, and even the bullying then, I mean, it came out in 78, the kind of hazing in a fraternity, it was all really benign. You know, I would, that was my, my fear was that it was going to seem really mean, but it wasn't at all. It was great. There is a scene <clears throat> where they, uh, where Bluto. Yeah. John that's Belushi. John Belushi. Uh, looks in on ladies who yeah. are in various stages of undress. Yeah. Does that hold up? <laughs> Like, for, but like, there's a specific I mean, it's aspect still, it's of watching about, it. I mean, it was released in the '70s, about the '50s anyway, or about the '60s anyway. So it wasn't really. Oh, but like stripes, like all of that has think, stuff like that where they're like eavesdropping. Like that's what I'm saying. Like if you had to reboot I mean, the, these the are lampoon, college kids doing dopey stuff, so it seemed like sort of wacky fraternity hijinks. Totally get it, yeah. but like that's. That's the thing about the reboot of it. Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking, like, if you had to reboot, Lamp- right. like they Lamp- would do that stuff. scene. They're, yeah, they would do that scene. <coughs> right, would uh, they have it even? Does Back to School hold up? Doesn't the Roddy Dangerfield yes. film? <laughs> Only because I'm probably pretty long. forgiving, but it holds up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous, and the the fact that the dean's name is actually Dean Martin might not make as many people, <laughs> make as many people laugh, but it was really it was funny, uh, and you know, and Rodney is not you know Rodney. Was was Rodney, and so yeah, he, he was of, that of an era, and he plays that character, and you have to really appreciate who he was off the field too. But it was, it, was, it still holds up pretty much. They, Stripes doesn't as well. Yeah, I've Stripes. I, used, I didn't love at the time. I yeah. loved it. It's a time. long movie. Yeah. That's like two movie. movies yeah. in a yeah. row. Actually, right. it yeah. goes for a while, and then it's like, up. Oh! We did our drill sergeant thing. It's fine, and they're like, "And now, no, nope, we're, we're off to East Germany." Going to Europe now. Like, yeah. What did you just, did you just play the sequel back to back? Well, it's like Wisconsin. You just zip in and zip out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, but it was good. It just, I loved it then. I saw it a lot then, but I don't. Yeah, I had it, it on a pretty. As, the, I would watch it. A lot. So that was Ramus, Murray, and Aykroyd. Candy and John Candy. And Candy. Yeah. And were they? Also, Candy wasn't in Ghostbusters, right? No. No. The other guys were. Yeah. Was it Aykroyd and Stripes? I was going to say, Dan Aykroyd might not have been. It was, it was Ramus and Murray. Ramus and Murray. John Candy and, and you know, Hol- Holden. Um, yeah, the guy the John Larroquette was in it, too. John Larroquette yeah. was like the... The drill sergeant. Commandant Lassard. Yeah. <laughs> of the, uh, yeah. the situation. Warren Oates played Sergeant Holka. <laughs> That's who it is. Yeah. Warren Oates. Yeah, that those were those are movies where it's like they used to let films breathe. The editing of a comedy film was just right. like, oh, it's just but now, especially that. But era. now movies are long also and they don't breathe. It's just constant. Right, yeah. Yeah. Those ones are just like like the slow burn of the sea the the uh, cafeteria scene. In Animal House, where yeah. you watch John Belushi just go through the look, line, yeah, and that's yeah. it, yeah, that's it all it is. Slow moving, yeah, and music's playing under it, and it takes forever, and you pause it, and then you start it again, and it's, it's the same thing. It's it's constant, um, but yeah. So I was happy that it uh, that it yeah that he stuck. liked it too. Do you have a list of films that you're like? Indoctrinating you your child say. with? Well, the next the next round are going to be the Naked Guns. Because mm. those were really my favorite. He's seen Airplane and liked Airplane a lot. Airplane kind of, Airplane holds up. Because, right. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, Airplane's yeah. funny. Because that humor is not of a time either. Right. It's just either funny to you or it's not. It's absolutely but, right. But, but, but Naked Gun and in, in Naked, in in Naked Gun 2 and a half, they're fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Are you going to expose him to 33 and a third? I think I will. You know, yeah. I, I mean, you, if you're going to start watching O.J. Simpson's work, you don't stop. You just 
go all yep. the way to the end. Uh, I got uh, Reggie Jackson's autograph at a card show. And I had him write, I must kill the queen on it. So I, I have him in an Angels jersey and a baseball card that says, I must kill the queen, Reggie Jackson. And when I asked him, he was, he was really not a good guy, Reggie. Not friendly. We used to see him in New York all the time. Um, he was not a friendly guy. Uh, when I said, can you write, I must kill the queen, he started laughing. I was like, oh, this is so good. I know oh, Reggie Jackson. Oh, that's great. That's so, great. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, yeah, as much as he was an ambassador for the Yankees. He was an ass. He yeah. was kind of a... Yeah. yeah, yeah, tough dude. But he was good. We knew where he lived, you know, so people would go hang out outside Reggie Jackson's building waiting for Reggie Jackson. I must have, I've accumulated probably seven hours and 27 minutes of waiting outside. I, I never once saw him. <laughs> like we would wow. just wait outside. We'd have our, you know, things for him to sign. He looks out I the front. The kids are out there. Again. Yeah, I've never seen him. <laughs> he was like... I just want to say this. Mr. October is my but father. Nobody gets, <laughs> nobody gets autographs anymore. At all. That's not a it's thing. It's selfies now. It's selfies. It's yeah. not autographs. You know, which, is, which is totally better. Yeah. Selfies are totally better. That's a, that's a, that's a net upgrade. Selfies are much better more, than autographs. Do you autographs. think it's an upgrade from the, uh, from the from, from, and we're going to finish soon, and we thank you for watching this foolishness, but the, uh, the, uh, do you think it's a net upgrade from the point of view of the celebrity? Uh, oh, no. I'm, from the, I'm talking about from the end user, from the person getting it. Yeah. It's much better to get a picture with someone than it is to get a, and we're, yeah. we're wrapping yeah. up. Yeah. And I, your, like, I like the autograph really Your quick. response is welcome. Because it's like, can you give me the means by which to forge checks in your name? Thank you. Uh, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this free clip of Old School. To get the full episodes and more exclusive content, become a TYT member today. You'll love it. Join now at tyt.com slash join.